What is going on, Man Talks Tribe? This is Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. I hope that you are having a phenomenal week. For our midweek episode, we are going to talk about saying no. We're going to talk about how you should stop saying yes when it's clearly a no. So this is this is about overwhelm. This is about priority management. And uh, I seem to be getting a, a lot of guys really stressed out this time of the year and communicating that they're struggling because they feel like they're having to say yes to so many things and there's so many priorities. Just everybody's asking for their time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just wrote an article and posted it up yesterday called Stop Saying Yes When It's Clearly a No. So I'm just going to read off a, a couple of things to you because I think that this is really important. So, so stop saying yes to relationships you know are a no. Stop saying yes to people you don't want to date. Stop swiping right when it's a left. That's a nice little Tinder reference. Stop saying yes to someone who treats you like a massive maybe, you know? These are the relationships that people are, you're invested and they're not. Stop saying yes to partners who don't share your values and sense of humor. Stop saying yes to mediocre connections and communication. Stop saying yes to mediocre half-assed sex in your relationship. You know, if it's not working well, find a way to make it work or get out, you know? Don't put it up with it. I know it sounds uh, pretty, maybe a little bit harsh, black and white. But the reality is, if you keep saying yes to things in your life that are really a no in your gut, you're just never going to be happy. Stop saying yes to dating people you don't respect, who don't inspire you and call you forward to growth. Stop saying yes to jobs you hate, bosses who cross the line and projects that leave you sitting in your car, white knuckling the steering wheel while you're yelling at the top of your lungs because you can't fucking take working there anymore. And you're on the verge of a breakdown. So that one actually came from one of our past speakers, uh, his experience where he just, he kept saying yes to this job that he absolutely hated. It was making him miserable. And he found that once or twice a week, he'd find himself in his car at the end of the day, gripping onto the steering wheel, just screaming because he was so furious. Stop saying yes to working for companies you don't like, making products you would never use and services that leave you feeling like a total fraud. Stop making everyone happy but you. Now, here's the deal. I can hear what most of you are saying. I got to pay the bills. I have a family to provide for. I have a future to build. The thing is, if you have a future to build, why not make it a future that you actually want to be a part of? Why would you keep saying yes to the things that are not fulfilling you, that are not satisfying you? You know, oftentimes as men, we're very focused in on the future and creating a future and building a future and building a legacy. And the reality is, is that what we're saying yes to in the present moment is the peace. It's the, it's the building and material for our future. So we have to be cognizant of what we're saying yes to. So this whole article that I wrote was really about selfishness and how to be a little bit more selfish in your life, because so many people don't actually want to be perceived as selfish. And so they will do everything they can. They spend so much time and energy really trying to keep up this illusion that they're selfless, you know, that they that they don't have any needs, that they don't need anything. And so, you know, I, I just want to I just want to talk about a couple of things. So what is selfishness and what is it not? First and foremost, being selfish is not about spiting other people. It's not about in intentionally hurting them. It's not about going out of your way to offend people or recklessly choosing yourself at the expense of others. And what I mean by that is things like neglecting children or physically endangering other people because of your behavior, your behavior. That's what selfishness is not. But what selfishness is, 
is choosing to set good boundaries. It's being self-aware. It's respecting yourself and respecting what you need to perform and show up for the people who you love most. Because healthy, healthy selfishness is really about understanding that when you take care of your needs first, you can better provide for the people who really matter to you. The next key piece to sort of cultivating this, you know, you could call it selfishness, but cultivate this ability to say yes to yourself and start saying no to others is to know that happiness and success require a certain degree of selfishness. And predominantly in our culture and our society, selfishness is seen as a pretty negative term, which is why I just defined it before to kind of break down what a healthy degree of selfishness would look like. Here's the deal. There is one simple thing that holds most people back from success and happiness. It's the fact that they would rather be right and they would rather be selfless than be happy, right? So they'd rather be selfless than be happy. So in the article, I kind of go into proving it. So I say, think about somebody, and you can do this on your end. Think about somebody that you love deeply. Maybe it's your wife. Maybe it's husband, children, family member, best friend. And just picture this person in your mind. Just imagine that you are witnessing this person. They're standing right in front of you. And now imagine saying to them straight up with all that feelings of love for them, I'd rather be happy than have you. I'd rather be happy than have you. You're kind of in a compromised position, aren't you? See, most people can't imagine saying that because it would make them seem selfish or mean or look like a complete asshole. <laughs> and, and we don't want to admit that when it comes down, we don't want to admit that when it comes down to it, but you would choose someone else, this person that you love. Oftentimes you would choose them even if it cost you your happiness. So let's take it a step further. Keep thinking of that person that you love. And now imagine asking them, would you rather see me happy or be with you? Now, the majority of the people, the ones that have healthy boundaries and aren't so attached to us that they, you know, quote unquote, can't live without us, they're going to say, I want you to be happy. So do you see the irony there? Do you see the irony? Like, we often have a tough time saying, I would choose happiness over you, which would be the which would be the healthy choice to make. I'm going to choose my own personal happiness. And my own personal happiness means boundaries. It means self-respect. It means spending time with myself, for myself, and doing the things that I need in order to be at my best, not only for myself, but for you and for my family. So it's pretty ironic that our partners in life, the people who love us most and who we love most, they want us to be happy. And they would, most of them would rather us be happy then be with them. Because if, if it meant that being with them meant not being happy, they would obviously want us to be happy. So this, this is the cycle where people get stuck and try and avoid being selfish. They want to be more happy. So, you know, most people listening in on some level think that there's an area of their life, whether it's work or their relationship or their health or their finances, and they want to be more happy. And then they, re, they think, you know, happiness depends on us owning what we want. So that's, that's true. And then we think oh, somewhere along the line, oh, well, what we want will hurt other people. So we begin to compromise and we begin to settle and then we aren't fully happy. And then we realize this, we become aware of this and we want to be happy again. And so that kickstarts the cycle again. And so where we get lost is right in the middle where we realize what happiness depends on. We realize that happiness and, and meaning in our life depends on us owning what that actually is and not having it be at the cost of somebody else. So what do we do? 
How do we actually break out of this cycle? Well, the biggest thing that I see people struggling with and the sort of core of this whole concept is the ability to say no, to learn how to say no and get comfortable with the idea that some people are going to perceive you as selfish and get comfortable with the knowledge that when you say no to somebody else, the benefit is that you're often saying yes to yourself. So how do we say no? Well, first, we need to start by noticing the small things, because oftentimes, as soon as we have this realization that, you know, we're not actually taking the time for ourselves, that we're not investing in ourselves, that we're, we're not creating the space for self-care so that we can actually show up for people, we automatically go to these like really big things in our life that we feel like we need to say no to, you know, like we're, maybe we're in a relationship that, you know, is having some struggles. And so our perception is, oh man, I have to say no to this entire relationship. I got to break up with this person. That's not entirely the case. You know, we need to start with something small. We need to notice the small things that aren't working. Maybe, maybe it's a, a call with somebody that just isn't a priority and just notice how you would rather say, I don't have time for it. That's a good indicator. Wherever, by the way, it's a really good indicator. Wherever you are using the words, I don't have time, replace it with, it's not a priority. All right. And it, that will begin to shift your awareness around what is really important and what's not. Maybe the small thing that you're starting to notice is that you are have agreed to a dinner with some friends when you know you just need a night in right? Or you agree to go out for drinks with some people who you would rather really like not spend time with, but you've said yes anyways. So start to shift your language from time to priorities and start to notice these really small things in life that you can begin to, to say no to, right? You can begin to just say, and sometimes it's a matter of saying a flat out no. It's a matter of saying, no, I'm, that's not a priority for me right now. This is my priority. And while that might seem to sound selfish, it will A, get the point across, and B, you'll start to build some real self-respect. And people will also build respect for you. There's nothing wrong with saying, no, that's, you know, going out and drinking right now is not a priority. My priority is preparing for the, you know, the keynote that I have to give next week. Or uh, my priority is spending time with my family this Friday night, and I haven't, I haven't had that much time with them. So people will understand and respect that. And if they don't, they might not, they might not have the same values as you, or they might just be struggling in the same way to say no. And your ability to say no is confronting for them. So I would love to hear your feedback. This article is on the Man Talks website. You can check it out. Again, it's called Stop Saying Yes When It's Clearly a No. Um, it's got a ton, a ton of traction already online. So I would encourage you to go check it out. Other than that, I would encourage you to write me an email at info at mantox.ca and let me know what you would love to jam on next week, whether it's relationships, uh, whether it's sex, whether it's money, uh, whatever you want to know about, fire me off a question and I will answer. This is Connor Beaton from Mantox signing off until next week.